On this episode of the podcast, we're going to give our predictions on who's going to make it in the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. We're also going to give our predictions on the NBA Finals. We break down the first round of the playoffs. And Chris has some passionate words about the Philadelphia 76ers. What do you have to say for it? The only thing you have to say for it is you'll be out in the first round. And you have no business being out in the first round when this was the year you're supposed to get to the finals. You say when we got to the bubble that the 76ers were supposed to be a favorite. Yeah, until we after we watched them play one game and we knew they weren't. Whether Ben Simmons was healthy or not, they were probably still going to lose to the Boston Celtics. This team needs to be dismantled. And guess what, Philadelphia? You're going to have to start over again. For what? Because of lack of leadership, an organization that had no foresight when you had all the assets. I'm pissed, bro. Yeah, I got it. Are you? I'm pissed because it took Sam Hinkie three years to build something and you destroyed it that quick? Come on, man. You're tuned into the new channel sports podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. This is the new channel sports podcast. My name is Oeni. I'm one of your hosts today. If this is your first time listening to the podcast. Please subscribe. Um, you can do that on the website, or if you're on, you know, any major podcast platform, you can also do it there. And that's new channel spelled N U C H A N N E L. Sitting all the way across from me. Low, what's the deal? How you doing, sir? What up? Doing good. Shout out Dallas Cowboys, Dallas Mavericks, and the Houston Rockets. Wow. And the Astros. Wow. Let's go. Go ahead and give a shout. Finish it off, buddy. Mm. Go ahead and give them Texas a shout out, I yo. Oh, man. What's, what's up, Texas? What's up, Texas? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that too, man. And to my left, Chris, how you doing, man? What's good? Let's get to it. Let's get right into it. Because I the NBA... In the bubble has been fantastic. Yeah, Remember those old um, NBA commercials? Yeah. NBA basketball is fantastic. I'm showing my age, but it has been fantastic. I've seen the commercials on YouTube. You have? Okay. On YouTube, though. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them. I've seen them with actual commercials <laughs> way back in the day. Um, but it's been fantastic. The playoffs have been pretty good as well. Um, we're going to go ahead and dive into each um, game in the first round of playoffs. And give our predictions and just, you know, kind of analysis of what's been happening so far. The first game I want to dive into is the Toronto Raptors and the Brooklyn Nets. Toronto Raptors are playing basketball. Okay. They're playing well-played, organized basketball. Kyle Larry, Pascal Siakam. Them boys are playing some. Fred Van Fleet. They're playing some well organized basketball it kind of reminds me of the san antonio spurs back in the day i mean the the ball movement just everything's in place this is not the same i don't know what Kawhi did when he got there but he did something to what because you know before is it Kawhi or is it the new coach maybe maybe yeah no you're absolutely right because we we made an argument i think i don't know if it was me or someone else we were talking about their previous coach can't remember his name dwayne casey and i i don't know if i was saying that he wasn't necessarily a good coach, or I, I thought he should he should have been fired because he was a coach of the year. Yeah, and, and I thought hard. he should have been fired. And somebody was telling me, no, they shouldn't have fired him. They should have kept him on. But I thought they needed a new voice. And you know, based on what we're seeing right now, but we'll see if it's the coach, which it probably it, it, it probably it's is. Gotta be, it's got to be the coach. It's got to be at this yeah, point. But yeah. let's just see. Brooklyn's not going to 
give them a, a struggle. They're, they're, they, uh, they, they've won. Was it 2-0 now? Yeah, it's 2-0. It's 2-0 now. And, you know, we talked about this for NFL. In these games where there's no home court advantage, Brooklyn, yeah. they, they're not going back home. They're not going to have the, the crowd rattle them up. I can very easily see this being a sweep just based off that. If you go down 3-0, 3-1, there's going to be very little fight in these teams because they don't have a home crowd to go back to. So I see some of these teams just laying it down. Then they're in the bubble. They're like, oh, man, come on. We're going home. Let's go home. There's no, there's no point in flying. I, I, I can see it that way. I don't see all these, you know, sometimes in some series, teams are down 2-0, 3-1. They kind of come back yeah. and make it a series. Especially in this series, Toronto Toronto has this on, on lock. I, that's what I believe personally. Uh, I don't think it's on lock. I think it's on lock. Because both games have been close. So they have been close. They have uh, been the close. first game shouldn't have been that close, but it got close. The Raptors is not the Raptors. The Nets don't know how to win yet. They don't. This has nothing to do with this series, but Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant must be sitting back saying just doing like oh, yeah. rolls me, right now. Me and Lowe talked about it on the radio well, show. I have to say, they they look <laughs> Karis LeVert. I've been watching him since Michigan. I've been like, dude is good. But not just Karis LeVert. They also have Spencer Dinwiddie. Mm-hmm. They're probably gonna trade one or if not both of those guys. Hopefully they don't trade Karis LeVert because right. he's too good. But those two guys, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, must be excited. But Looking at that series, it's been close. The Raptors know how to win. So I expect them to win this series. I do. I don't know if it'll be a sweep. Um, but I, you see the bubble being a problem as far as getting them excited. I see it as you're down to whoa, but you're coming back to the same environment. There's no crowd. You've seen this team before. You know their tendencies. If the Nets win a game, they may say we can we can take this whole series because there isn't that crowd dynamic. And the team that would that hurts the most is not so much Brooklyn, it's Toronto. Because if this were in if they were going home and away, it, they could get swept. But they don't have to worry about going to Toronto. They're just playing in the bubble. I'm gonna wake up again. I'll see I I'll see y'all the day after tomorrow. That's really what it is. Mm-hmm. I, I think it could still be a, a the Nets could still win it. I don't see them winning win it, though. Win the series? I'm telling you. Have you? Nah, the bro. Nets, the Nets are losing games because they don't know how to win it yet. Mm-hmm. But when you see that same team over and over in a bubble format, and if they figure it out, I think you'll see series flip. And not just for this series. Throughout the entire place, flip on a dime because, oh, you've been figured out. So there has to be some type of chess movement, things being changed. I don't think you're giving Toronto no credit, though. I think that Toronto has been through enough of these battles throughout the years to know not just how to win games, but how to win series. I don't see Brooklyn. You, you, you alluded to her. They don't know how to win. Yeah. I can't just see them all of a sudden just be like, okay, we're going to, we're going to shut y'all down. We figured you out. I don't think Toronto can be necessarily figured it out because of the way they play basketball. It's like saying you're going to figure out the San Antonio Spurs back in the day. They just played solid basketball mm-hmm. night in and, and night and, out. And, and you bring a good point, but it's not so much than <clears throat> whether the Nets figure out the Raptors. They've <clears throat> already done that because they've been close. It's can the Nets figure out how to win? We saw how they challenged the Trailblazers when the Trailblazers had everything to play for and the Nets took it to the last shot. Mm. I just, when you have a team that can stay close enough and you have a player as talented as Karis LeVert, once he learns how to make a last second shot, and if he learns it against the Raptors, <laughs> the Raptors are in trouble. That's more of a team thing too, though, not just on him as far as a team learning how to absolutely, finish off games. Absolutely, but he's, he's the biggest part of the equation right now. Mm. I'm curious. The two fellows you mentioned, I forget their names. You said one of them, you you, you thought Car- they would trade one of them? Uh, or Spencer Dinwiddie, who's well, not in the bubble. Why, why do you think they're going to do that? Oh, because they want another superstar. Oh, okay. I okay. mean, you know, this is a superstar-driven league. If right. you can trade one of those guys and get a Bradley Bill, right. oh, we're about to do that. But <laughs> they haven't proven themselves that they, they might be that guy, the extra piece. Cause right. sometimes no, they could be, but 
would you rather have Karis LeVert and Spencer Dinwiddie or Bradley Bill? Right now, I'll make it easy for you, well, Bradley Bill. Well, well look, look, <laughs> you, you look, you look at the way Kevin Durant and uh, well, that's we're getting way off topic here, but that's cool. You look at the way Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving play basketball. Yeah, especially Kyrie Irving, he dominates the basketball. I don't necessarily think that adding another superstar, especially as well as they're playing right now. No, no, I'm with you, but that's the point. Hmm. When Kyrie Irving comes back, Karis LeVert can't do what he does. Spencer mm. Witt, Dinwiddie can't do what he does. When they play together, those guys were having career lows because mm. they're playing with Kyrie. Mm. When you have a guy like Bradley Bill, Bradley Bill doesn't need a dribble. He just wants to shoot. Okay. And the reason why I, I'm really focused on this series more than I guess you thought I'd be is because of Karis LeVert. If he carries them and beats the Raptors, which you don't think is possible, I'm telling you, I think it's possible, then you're in a real conundrum with the Nets. And my thing with the Raptors is – Okay, you got Pascal Siakam. He's a good player. You got Kyle Lowry. He's a good player. Fred Van Vliet, he's the guy who's really the closer. If you need a closer, he's the guy. But I don't think the Nets are afraid of those guys. So if it gets to a close – if they win game – game three is everything, obviously, right? You go down no three, doubt. it's over. No doubt. But if they win game three, it depends on how they win it. Man, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, the Raptors could be in trouble. I this this is good character for the for the Nets, though. Yeah. It's really it's really good team building, good uh, team basketball. But – Man, I applaud what the Toronto is doing. They're doing what they're supposed to. And shouts out that the Knicks are playing fearless basketball, um, just like how uh, Memphis was playing against uh, the Blazers yeah. um, on Saturday. In so, the playing game. Yeah, yeah, on the playing game, exactly. So they're playing fearless basketball right now. You're right. They're not afraid of those guys. I mean, you don't have one superstar amongst them. But, you know, uh, I, I said this before, Toronto, they're, they're, they're the Spurs of the East. Yeah. You know, so they're playing good basketball. They're good, playing good team basketball. And I, I still think it'll be a sweep just because – the Nets, you essentially have a group of backup basketball players that are starting. They're playing well. So this would be good for them. And I hope uh, Kyrie and KD, man, they're looking their chops for next year because they'll be on fire next year. It has a little bit of the Clippers feel last year when the Clippers were playing the Warriors. Yeah. And you knew they were going to get some players. Yeah. But everybody keeps calling Toronto the Spurs of the West. But there's a problem, though. The Spurs had superstars. <laughs> That's true. The Raptors well, well, don't have a superstar. Yeah, we're just talking about it the, the way they the play way basketball. No, no, I get that, yeah. but everybody says that. But you got to recognize, to be the Spurs, you, you have to have, have some super. superstar. And yeah. there's nobody. Maybe Pascal makes that playoff superstar turn. We haven't talked about him enough, honestly. But uh, if I'm the Nets, I'm like, okay, we went down 2-0. We played good the first two games. Let's beat them in crunch time. How, how's Pascal, in your eyes, how's he played uh, these last two games? Uh, game two, he wasn't as good, but he didn't need to be. Um, the whole team played really well. And game one, I, he's one of those players where perhaps when the competition grows, if they get rid of the nets, he'll have to come out more. But if he plays like this, they won't, they won't beat any of the good teams. But I think that he's playing this way because he can versus the nets. If he needs to step up, as he did with the Lakers, in the, um, not the Lakers, come on now, with the Warriors in the finals, uh, they 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 got a good squad. Oh, yeah. So uh, Levert, um, he the last game they did lose one hundred four to ninety nine. He had sixteen points. He went zero four from the three point line, um, six rebounds, but he had eleven assists. Yeah. So he's pretty good at distributing the basketball around. I think I still I think he would be a good addition to that Kyrie Irving. I, I think it would be a mistake for him to get rid of him. I really do. No, no. I just think with Kyrie's is. Levert needs the ball sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. But I think Durant I think, needs the ball sometimes. And I think with 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 you got Kyrie and you have um Kevin Durant. It's almost yeah. like having Westbrook and Harden. No, you don't you not. don't need this is not the not volume. Like that. 
I'm talking as far as volume, as as, as much as they need to touch as the far ball. As hand, yeah, handling the ball. I'm not saying you know, as far as playing style right there. No, no, no. I'm, but I'm, uh, go ahead. So if you add someone else to the equation, that there's going to be someone left out. A third person is going to be left out. And that's my point. Karis Levert is too. T- if I were him, I'd go to management and say, "I want out of here. Get me out of here. I don't care. Mm. Send me anywhere because mm. I don't want to play with Kyrie." And they have the pieces to move him away because he's. And I think he's, I think it's more of a good. Kyrie thing. No, it is. And that's kind of my point. I think we looked at the way that this Nets team was able to play without those two superstars. Yeah. And for some reason, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, they seem to want to play with one another. I, th- so, I, think, I think that'll last for about two months. And Kevin Durant's we'll going to realize, right, I don't right. this I made a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, we, we'll see. I don't know. I, it might be that way. But let's just say it's not. Let's say something clicks with Kyrie Irving like, okay, Kevin Durant is the guy I want to play with. He has this belief in me that we can win going further into the playoffs. I think if they do have that one more guy, I don't know if it's Levert or not, but it better be the right piece. If they, if they had that right piece, ugh. Yeah, I already mentioned this, the, the guy's Bradley Bill. <laughs> I don't know if it's Bradley Bill or not, though. I don't really don't. I we, really we don't, don't have know. to go into that, but I'll just say Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill's a good player. Don't get me right. He's, nah, that he's, boy's a he's, man. He's, he's good. <laughs> he's <laughs> definitely, definitely good. Is he Is he going to be a free agent next year? Is this going to no, be no, like a trade? No, no. It's going to be a trade. It's going to be a trade. No doubt it'll be a trade. But we both, well, you say the Nets have a chance in this series. I do. I but do you, think gonna win, do you think they're going to win it? No. No. Okay, okay. So you do think it's going to be the Raptors? Well, the Raptors should win it. Yeah. I, I still think the Raptors are going to win as well. Um, so let's talk about another game in the East. We have the Philadelphia 76ers and the Boston Celtics. Now, before Ben Simmons got hurt, unfortunately, I did have the 76ers, maybe my sleeper team, to get into the finals. But now that he's hurt and they, they're they gone down, I want to say they're going to go down 2-0. I don't, I don't see them making it back. Kimball Walker, Jason Tatum, and everybody there on the Celtics are playing pretty well right now. But they kind of did the same thing last year when they had Kyrie Irving. The first series that they played in, I want to say they swept whoever they played, mm-hmm. and they looked really, really good. And I think it was me and Chris. Me and Chris were big on Boston last year. Yeah. Then all yeah, of a sudden, they just fell apart in the next round of playoffs. And we just talked about Kyrie Irving, and that was mostly on the shoulders of Kyrie. Kyrie. But Kyrie's not there anymore. They're playing team basketball. Before Kyrie got there, their coach was mentioned as being one of the best coaches out there. I was one of those people saying that he's a really good coach. Mm-hmm. I think in this bubble atmosphere, mm-hmm. you're really going to find out who the good good coaches really are because it's going to be different you're going to be with your players more more often than not had it been to where you had to travel from here and there mm-hmm. but i still have boston winning this uh series i don't care what happens they're going to win in five it may be six if joel and b can you know just go super no because he's been playing well yeah in these first two games mm-hmm. they just don't have enough around enough. him so i still think the Celtics are going to pull it off this series is not about the boston celtics <laughs> It's about the Philadelphia 76ers and the mess that they made after Sam Hinkie spent on the course, better course of three seasons tanking to get them assets to be able to build a championship team. And you look at that roster and what did they do with it? Nothing. They did absolutely nothing with it. Ben Simmons is injured. Joel Embiid is playing right now. He's oft injured. You have a player they drafted in Markel Fultz that's starring for the Magic, and he's not even there anymore. You went off in the offseason, then you paid Al Horford an obscene amount of money that he had no choice but to accept. He was not as surprised as anybody. He was like, are you offering this? What team is this? Thank you. (laughs) I'll take it. 
I'll take it. <laughs> and now what is he doing? He's sitting on the bench. You 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 paid Al Horford when he was well past his prime. Yeah. And then what did you do in the offseason? You didn't fire Brett Brown. You kept Brett Brown. And now look at where you are. They have absolutely no idea what they're doing as an organization. They've depleted about three years' worth of assets in a year and a half and did Ooh. nothing. You let Jimmy Butler go, and now he's starting in Miami. So – what do you have to say for it? The only thing you have to say for it is you'll be out in the first round and you have no business being out in the first round when this was the year you're supposed to get to the finals. You say when we got to the bubble that the 76ers were supposed to be a favorite. Yeah, until we after we watched them play one game and we knew they weren't. Whether Ben Simmons was healthy or not, they were probably still going to lose to the Boston Celtics. This team needs to be dismantled. And guess what, Philadelphia? You're going to have to start over again. For what? Because of lack of leadership, an organization that had no foresight when you had all the assets. I'm pissed, bro. Yeah, I got it. I'm pissed. Are you? I'm pissed because it took Sam Hinkie three years to build something and you destroyed it that quick? Come on, man. You're going to have to trade Ben Simmons and or Embiid. One of the two, if not both, because you've made such a mess. So that's a question that people ask. Who do you trade? Who do you get rid of? If you had this organization right now underneath your wings, Chris, yeah. who would you get rid of? I'm trading Joel Embiid. Okay. Not because I th- I think Joel Embiid is a better player. Um, he's a better athlete, and he just he just maybe not the better athlete, but you'll he, get he more wants asset. it more. You'll get right? more assets. Out exactly. Of him. Yeah. I think you're gonna get more assets out of him than you're gonna get out of that guy. Some, yeah. I don't want it. that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you just are. He's hurt right now, so I'm not poo pooing him because he's injured. It's just that he's made, and it could be because he's playing with Joel Embiid, but he's made no visible changes to his game. And I'm just beyond disappointed with that organization. I feel so sorry for those fans because they are passionate fans yeah. and they deserve better than the nonsense. They're too that passionate. Happening. I don't care. They're passionate <laughs> and I'm for it. I'm for it. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris is not very happy with the 76ers organization. You don't talk that passionately about the Texans, bro. Man. You're, you're a closet you're a closet Philadelphia 76ers well, well, fan. Yeah, no, I'm, a, I'm a Sam Hinkie fan. <laughs> okay. Because okay. when Hinkie was doing what he was doing, I was like, yes, this is what you do. You don't want to be bad. If you're not good, then be bad. There's no point in being a middling team. And they went through all of that for nothing. I'm curious. Where's he at now? Does he is he chilling on his couch watching this mess? Man, that's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. I'm I'm disappointed in the 76ers. And I know when we talked about I don't know how many po- uh, podcasts ago, I, I had said the 76ers is one of my the, the sneaky teams. And the reason for that was that so many things needed to go right. They need to stay healthy. That hasn't happened. Ben Simmons is out. They needed guys to step up and play good basketball and team basketball. That's not happening. Um, Joel Embiid, surprisingly, is, is he, he's healthy and he's balling out, but the rest of his team isn't helping him, you know? So this, this is, and, and I thought, and I had these, I had this note jotted down earlier, you know, Gordon Hayward is out. So he's out for the next four weeks. So I thought that would give the 76ers an opportunity to kind of, you know, balance it out a little bit, but that's not happening. He's got, the Celtics are about to go 2 and 0 right now, you know, and then you're playing with, you're playing with four guys. You're really playing with four guys. The rest of your team are uh, just a bunch of guys, right? You're playing with four stars on your team. Now, I don't know if they're going to get out of the second round. I'm talking about the Celtics because yeah. these guys are going to have to put in minutes upon minutes upon minutes and they have to do it on a consistent basis because these four guys do not play consistent basketball. Yeah. The rest of the playoffs, they, they don't really have an opportunity of getting out of the second round. I don't think they'll be able to make it to the finals. And you're putting a lot on a team that's already small as it is. Now, if they take a page out of the Blazers and, and the Rockets and they, they have that small ball lineup, but if they're making those shots on a consistent basis, I mean, they, they, they have a chance, but you're not going to be able to do it without a deep bench. Mm. And me, you know the biggest problem with the Sixers? 
why I'm really so pissed is because <laughs> I'm just the NBA intervened. At least I'm convinced NBA intervened, and the Colangelo brothers came along and just made a mess of it. And the biggest blunder is when you look at Sam Hickey left them not just with Joel Embiid, not just with remember they had Covington too. They had so many good young players and assets and young players who were cost controlled. That means cap friendly, and they just depleted it for nobody. Can you name anybody they brought in other than Jimmy Butler and they left in here? Man. And they picked up Al Horford. <laughs> Does Al Horford stay past the season? I think he asked you, right? He asked you. Who are going to trade him to? To trade him, they're going to have to do the poison pill contract. They're going to have to pull a Texans where you give somebody, you give them away plus asset mm-hmm. to get rid of that, that deal. Now Horford has signed his retirement pretty much. He's, he's, he's chilling. Dead. He's dead. He's good. Is he even in the bubble? Yeah. <laughs> Are y'all sure he's in the bubble? Oh, yeah. I've seen him play. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, mentally or physically? <laughs> <laughs> mentally, I don't know. I don't know, seriously. So let's we're going to keep in the East. We're going to cover all the Eastern Conference games. So we definitely have Boston winning that series, no doubt. Yeah, it's it's no. All right. So the next game we're going to talk about the Miami Heat and the Indiana Pacers. Number four and five seeds. Um, right now, the Heat have a one-game lead on the Pacers. We talked about the matchup between uh, T.J. Warren and Jimmy Butler. These two guys, they they, they love one another, right? They're they're, they're best of friends. Uh, it's a one it's a one sided <laughs> affair. It's always been. Uh, so I mean, I'm gonna keep it with my decision. Before the series started, I had Indiana winning this series. Um, I know Miami has more talent on their side. And they have more things going for them. But I just thought that Indiana coming into the series, they had nothing to lose. They just can gain. They win, they gain, they lose. Oh, who cares? No one really for them to do much in the playoffs anyway. But Miami looked like, you know, they looked a better team. In the first game, they yeah. did. But I'm going to stick with my my gut on this one. I think the Pacers are going to pull it off. But they have to win the next game to me. I think that's a very important game for them to win. Like I mentioned earlier, if they go down 2-0, it's going to be the same thing. They don't have them to play for really and truly so if they go down too old they might just be like you know what we get it we get it we don't we don't so i'm going to stick with that but it, the key is the game two for me uh i think this has the potential to be a seven game series but i'm always going to go with the the team that has the best player and the most clutch player and that's miami i think they win it whether it's in four five six or seven they're going to win this series Everybody talks about there being a rivalry between T.J. Warren and Jimmy Butler, and it's not a rivalry. It's not even a big brother, little brother I didn't relationship. Even, I didn't say rivalry. No, I'm, I'm just saying yeah, yeah. people talk about it, right, right, and right. it's it's not that. It's uh, it's constantly what happens is is that Jimmy Butler shows T.J. Warren that he shouldn't be on an NBA court every time they play. <laughs> I mean, it just <laughs> it is what that's it is. Basically, what he said. Right? It, is, it, it just it is what it is, and. For T.J. Warren, it's shout out to that dude because he's balling inside of the bubble. But unfortunately for him, they met up with the wrong guy on the wrong team at the wrong time. <laughs> so they're going home. The only thing that could change this series is if Victor – and he's the problem, he came back from such a horrible injury. Yeah. If he's able to get to it, turn it up a little bit, which he certainly has the capabilities of doing, which is why I said it could be seven. If he gets to where he – We've seen him. We're not going to see him get to the, the I don't level. Think so either, yeah. No way. Not in this short period of time. But if he gets 80% there, then they can definitely win the series. I I, I think it's going to be a close series. Even if Miami goes up 2-0, I, 
I think we feel differently about the bubble. I just, I just think it's okay. It's another game. It is it is what it is. It's like another AAU game. We'll come back, we'll play you guys again, and we'll see what happens. Like I've played in a couple AAU tournaments in my life, and we've had games where you play the same team twice in about a really short span in the same gym. And it's just like, okay, is this another game? When you lose, like, all right, we'll just play you guys again. Is to me that aspect of it. I don't know the 2-0 deficit or even we might even see a 3-0 deficit return because there's no crowd involved. Mm-hmm. If we figure it out, we're going to beat you. Mm-hmm. It's just that simple. No, I agree with you. And this, this is just guys playing basketball at this moment. I still think the Pacers will come out at, uh, at ahead at 7 just because I think they just have they have a lot more to work with. They have TJ Warren. They have other shooters that can work with, that they can help them out with. Um, and as far as uh, Victor Latipo, is that is that quad going to be able to hold up? You know, throughout the, the entire series. But if it does and he continues doing what he's doing, uh, continues get to give Jimmy Butler help, then it'll, it'll definitely help him, uh, help the heat out, you know, in terms of the series. But I, st- I, I still do have the papers, uh, paces going out in seven. You know, you just let everybody, all the viewers know that you got a little African in your blood. You didn't come out, not, Oli, not Oladipo. It's like, oh, a lot of A lot of Put some respect on that, man. <laughs> If you guys didn't hear the comments that Jimmy Butler made about T.J. Warren, here, here's some of the stuff that um, Jimmy Butler had to say about T.J. Warren. It is what it is to me. And then what did you notice the middle finger from him and was the blowing of the kiss? He's soft. He's not, he's not even in my f***ing league, like nowhere near me. Um, and if, if I was their coach, I would, I would never put him on me ever again. He, he's like, no. Put somebody else on me because I'm I'm a Taz every time we play. Yeah, so that's what Jimmy Burrow had to say about <laughs> T.J. Warren. Um, hey, look, if a grown man says that about me, <laughs> the next I don't care if I'm garbage. Those are fighting words. Exactly. Those are fighting words. The next time we meet, I'm gonna let you know. <laughs> Put some respect on my name. You know what? Just just for those comments alone, I, I swear I swish it up. I think that he take it. <laughs> <laughs> he he take it in five, baby. That's what Jimmy does. That's what Jimmy does. Jimmy man. don't play, bro. I, I believe. See, I believe in a grown ass man, man. <laughs> speak, speak that, bro. Speak that. You know well, what's so funny though? If if Jimmy Butler had, he has the mindset. Right. He just needed more talent. Right. That's what it came down to. He he, was, he has the mama mentality. Oh yeah. He just oh, didn't have the oh, mama yeah. talent. Yeah. That's that to back it up. <laughs> that that's the only thing. That, but he definitely has. He's he's that piece we're talking about. Yeah. Like you put him um, on that team with. Um, Kyrie Irving and uh, oh, that would not be a, no, be a rap. Oh, that's, no, that's not a rap. I think that would be a rap. No, 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 I think no. I think it's a rap. Because no, Ky- you with me, right? I'm with you. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Because no so if, because if, KD, Jimmy, if, Jimmy, KD if Jimmy Butler Kyrie. can't do it, if Jimmy Butler can't do it for Kyrie, then nobody can. No, no, you, no, 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 no. Then nobody can. No, you're not hearing this. Lo, make your point because I know you're gonna. Kyrie and KD, bros, if y'all listening, they. They they wear their emotions too much on their sleeve. You can't you can't you can't say anything to them boys without them taking it too personally. They're they're not going to be able to handle a guy like Jimmy. But that's an alpha male. Okay, but look, but that's this, a dog. This, this, right this there, is a difference. Right? This is different. This is different though. When Jimmy Butler was in uh, Minnesota, and the cat is the same way. He wears his emotion on his sleeve, but he's not like. Jimmy Butler can do the same things he does with Kevin Durant, but once he sees Kevin Durant pull up for whatever distance he pull up and hitting all these shots, like the talent is there. I think the talent will override all that wearing your emotion on your sleeve. They need a guy like that to just show a little bit more toughness no. on the court. They don't, that, they, they, don't, they, don't, they don't need a Jimmy Butler. They don't. They just don't. They don't. But they need they, it would hurt them because Jimmy's going to say something and they're going to tell Jimmy, 
just like to your point, Kevin Durant say, "You know who I am." <laughs> it's gonna be a bad conversation. And it won't be well. like, "I don't give up." Exactly, exactly. And then Kevin Durant's gonna ask to leave. I think there will be. There will be. This is. I think there will be. It'll and be a good like, mix. Look, look, I think it'll be. You a good saw mix. what happened with Draymond Green when Draymond Green called him. You know what? Yeah, that man. Mm-hmm. And he down. was gone. But Draymond, Draymond Green was. Jimmy Butler's look. not gonna do. Jimmy Butler is talented enough to call him that and go on the court and say, "Well, it's my turn. I want the ball." I, no I don't way. think he's that dumb. I think he knows that he will be. The, oh, you, the you don't third. think Jimmy? You don't think Jimmy? I don't think he thinks he's more talented than Kevin Durant. That's the thing. That's our point. It's not that he thinks he's more talented, but the thing is, you're going to have to respect his voice. And they're not going to I think, I think, I think Kevin Durant will do that. I think the situation that Kevin Durant. I'm not Durant even talking about Kevin Durant. I'm talking well, about your I, boy Kyrie and I'm talking about I'm talking about Kyrie Irving also. But this, this is the thing, though. Because you know they're boys. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Kevin Durant went to a situation where he was going to another team. Yeah. Draymond Green is like, this is my team. I'm the leader of this team. So when he got there. Vocally. He Yeah. So vocally, he was like, I'm going to tell you this is how it's going to be done. Yeah. I think it would be a little bit different if Jimmy Butler's coming in to a situation where he's like, okay, this is Kevin Durant's team. This is Kyrie Irving's team. But now it's a domino effect. If Jimmy Butler, which I think he can, if Jimmy Butler can get into the head of Kevin Durant and say, hey, this is how we're going to do this. This is how we're going to build a win. This is me. You you trip. Win a building organization. Maybe he can get into the head of Kyrie Irving as well and be like, hey, man, this, this is how we're going to do it. I don't know about – look, I'm telling you, this, this, this is my, my thing, though. If Jimmy Butler can't go in there and do it for Kyrie Irving, nobody can. So I just, I, I just don't – he's not the guy that would do Ky- it. Kyrie hightailed it from LeBron when, when LeBron was giving, was yeah. doing the same stuff I that pre- Jimmy's doing. See, same low, stuff. Low, go, go, preach. He wasn't doing, doing, doing the same stuff yeah, Jimmy see, was LeBron doing. Was. Hey, hey, you, you, better let, you better let low preach. Go ahead. <laughs> keep preaching, brother. <laughs> LeBron, LeBron – LeBron is giving you every opportunity to be a leader on the team, and mm-hmm. it's giving you constructive adult criticism, mm-hmm. and you couldn't take it. Mm-hmm. You wanted to go and take the ball, not even take the ball. You left the ball and go went and hightailed it to another team where mm-hmm. you thought you can you can be the alpha male, you can be that guy. Well, you couldn't. Mm-hmm. And then guess what? You have to go back to LeBron and, and supposedly apologize, and do all these things, yeah. and see some kind of advice to 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 go back and try to reacclimate yourself with the Celtics. It didn't work out. I'm telling you, there's, these these are character flaws with these it, two guys. Man. Exactly. It's not going to work out with you. I agree. There's a movement. Mm-hmm. Just I guess social media and beyond. Have you heard about the alpha male? Mm-hmm. Have you heard about that? Mm-hmm. Have you heard about the alpha male mm-hmm. kind of like movement? You should watch it. There are a couple of videos on it, but I bring that up because there, even within basketball, there's certain alpha males. And Jimmy Butler is an alpha male. Yeah, I think he's more so than LeBron, though. Like I, I saw LeBron. I don't know, I don't as know being, about that. Um, I, I think so. I think LeBron, like you were saying too, he was willing to give Kyrie Irving the keys. Like, bro, this is you. This is gonna be your team. We can, we can do this together. I agree with you. Kyrie Irving wasn't wasn't having it, but it was. No one has Kyrie Irving figured out. Let's just put it that way. I Kyrie Irving doesn't have Kyrie Irving. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, I agree with you exactly. So, but I think that if Jimmy Butler comes in. Everybody knows Jimmy Butler is not going to be the guy. He's not LeBron James. And he's going to be more vocal than any of those two guys. And they already know that before he's coming in. But it's not going to happen, though, anyway. So we're just talking about something that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, no, I, was, I was just about to say. It's, it's, it's it's we're talking as if they picked up Jimmy Butler. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. But we'll see. But, I mean, so, I don't know. So, anyway, I forgot what we're talking about now. What two teams are my Oh, Miami. Miami. <laughs> so, my, my opinion is Miami's going to win the series. I still got the Pacers. I'm going to stay with the Pacers to win the series no matter what. Well, who'd you, you have, switch it up? I, I, I swear. I, no, I made a comment about that. I'm I'm going to stay. To my, I'm not going to go flip-flop. I'm going to stick with the Pacers. That's okay. fair. Uh, I'm, I'll stick with the Pacers. All right. Seven. We're going to stay in the East. We're going to stay in the East. Um, Milwaukee Bucks and the Orlando Magic. Orlando took the first game from the 
the Bucks. Um, a shock to most. They were favored to win big time, Milwaukee. I think there's a little bit of a problem there, Milwaukee. I really do. As far as oh, you're are we, you're predicting? No, no, no. no. I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying okay. that they're going to lose to Orlando. Uh, no, we talked about this on the radio show. We yeah. thought it's going to be clean sweep. Yeah, we, we said we if there was one series where you had a sweep written all over it, it was and it was that one, and they totally messed that up by losing the first game. Yeah. I do think Orlando is a little bit better than people want to give them credit for as well. But Milwaukee, sh- they should win this in five, man. I, I'm bubble, no bubble. That team is way too talented. You have um, the best player in the East right now in Giannis Antetokounmpo. You guys, it's not just on his shoulders. Everybody on that team has to step up and realize that this is a great opportunity for y'all to get to the finals. Honestly. Giannis is, there's no one even, is the East, is Giannis, and is everybody else. There's no other superstar that is in his stratosphere. Not even close. Yeah. So, if the Bucks don't make it to the finals, for me, it's the finals or bust. If they make it to the finals, it's a disappointment for me personally. I, mean, I know Toronto's playing well, but it's really it's Toronto. Boston is not gonna, Boston should not be able to beat the Milwaukee Bucks in the seven game series. The only team I can see giving them a problem is Toronto Raptors, and because we talk about superstars in this league, yeah, because they have Giannis, they should be in the finals. It should be Giannis and the Bucks representing the East against whoever's going to come out in the West. So we're not doing. Have we already? Are we going to do finals predictions? Yeah, yeah we are. We are. Okay, so can I say mine already? At least I on mean, the it, East it, part. Yeah, just because we're concluding the East. Right, right. So for this series, there's not, not a lot to talk about. The the Bucks should win, but I will say this, and it's going to come into play when we talk about some other series that's going on. What people don't realize realize about the bubble is there are no fans. So when you have a team, there's certain teams. Why I keep mentioning them? Even the we talked a lot about the Brooklyn Nets. We have the Trailblazers who we're going to talk about. Teams like the Magic. These teams were fighting when they got in the bubble to, you know, make the playoffs, basically. And for the Magic, they solidified it. They didn't really have a test from the Wizards. But the point is they've been playing since they got in the bubble. Teams like the Lakers, teams like the Bucks, they haven't really been hooping because there's no need to hoop. And if you ever watch the NCAA tournament, there are times where some teams just come in hot and they beat you. So the fact that the Magic beat the the Milwaukee Bucks wasn't surprising to me because they they came in hot and they won a game. And that's how the bubble atmosphere, it's almost like a tournament atmosphere. And sometimes when you see these teams win, they're like they're high-fiving themselves like, yo, this isn't a tournament. It's a series, bro. So as far as the, the magic beating them, it wasn't, for me, it wasn't that surprising. I don't know if you guys heard about this. There was a guy who bet in the MGM, he bet $3,200 that the Bucks were going to beat the magic. And you know how much money he would have won? You want to guess? For $3,200 of the Bucks won, how much would he have gotten? Millions. No. No, come on. Because the Bucks are favorites. No one's going to have millions. Oh, okay. Wait. So he bet that much. $3,200 to win $200. Oh, wow. So he lost $3,200 $3, for nothing. I think a trade here, Trey would be like, what, boy? What are you doing? <laughs> but, I mean, that's, that right there is an, you have a, a gambling problem. If you're betting $3,200 to win $200, you have yeah, a problem, yeah. like straight up. But as far as the Bucks are concerned, my concern with that team is not so much for this series. It's more that I've talked. I mean, we'll talk about this in other podcasts as well. Is look at that squad. Other than Giannis Antetokounmpo, other than Chris Middleton, and I'll give you Brook Lopez. That's I'll give you him because he's a solid player. Everybody else in that team are either cast offs or we don't know who the heck they are. Hmm. Pat Connaughton, who is he? I mean, it's not knocking him the player. I'm just being real. Eric Bledsoe, cast off. Wesley Matthews, cast off. George Hill, cast off. 
You're not afraid of any of those guys. And the problem is they have a plane, a plane style issue. It's the same problem they ran into against the Toronto Raptors last season. When you're able to stuff the middle, the game basically becomes can Giannis Antetokounmpo not just beat his man, but everybody who's stuck in the paint? He can't do that. And then you give it to Chris Middleton. Can he beat his man one-on-one? Well, hold on. Wait a minute. He's not James Harden. He's not Damian Lillard. He's not Russell Westbrook. You want to give him the ball in that situation too often. They have a playing style problem, and they could potentially, potentially. I don't think they're going to lose to the Magic, but if they don't figure out the playing style, they could be out quick. Right. That's very interesting. I'd have to dig in a lot deeper into that as well. Because I think once you think about the Bucks, you think about Giannis, and because the guy is just so unstoppable, you think it's Giannis, everybody else, and they're automatically going to steamroll all these, a lot of these teams. So you really don't look into it um, as deeply as you should. And, and and you mentioned and it makes sense. I think one of the arguments I made about the the Bucks was the, their three point shot and them knocking down and having consistent offense outside of Giannis. So that that is a big deal. Um, <clears throat> I still have the Bucks coming out just because they they have to and they better find a way. I, I, I think that's just kind of where my stance is with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I do have them coming out of this game. Um, but they better they better wrap it up in four because, you know, not having a crowd creates not a lot of pressure. So yeah. you don't you don't have to worry about making mistakes and then the oohs and ahs of the crowd behind you. Yeah. You don't have to worry about you know uh, being away from home or being at home. Right. So now you can just play free. And that's what the magic are doing. And you're, and you're exactly right. I mean, these guys came in hot and they took on a hot team. Hopefully now that you have a playoff tested team like the Bucks, they can come together and, and, and come out and, and, and do the job they're supposed to. You see, for me, when I look at the bubble, I think the, the only time a team is going to miss a crowd at all is when you are the underdog. And let's say it's a game six where in most instances you'd be going home and hopefully your crowd would will you to a win. I really think back to the Jazz series when they played the Thunder two years ago where basically I think it was game five. I forget what game it was, but the crowd literally willed them to the win. They were just pumped the entire way. Well, you may not get that in the bubble. Mm-hmm. If you're an underdog team, you just got to straight up beat them again, which is why I think it's so interesting. For me, going into the bubble, I had the Bucks going into the finals. But after one game, literally, I'm already flip-flopping. And for me, the East is, everybody says it's wide open. I think the one team that nobody talks about enough that can get to the finals is Jimmy Butler's Heat. I, I think they can get to the finals. You guys think they're going to be out in the first round. I think if they win this series, they're playing the Bucks. Man, the Bucks better be careful because if Jimmy Butler has a ball at the end of the game and it's close, it's a wrap. They're going to beat them every time. You're absolutely right. If the Man, it's, it's it's crazy thinking about it now because if it does happen and the Bucks are out in the first round, which would be a colossal shame. It would be the, in my opinion, the biggest upset in NBA history. Oh yeah, and then and then yeah, it's wide open now. It's just between Toronto and the Heat. I think if it, if that's the situation, that'd be interesting. I think I'd like to see. I I personally think that he could knock out the Bucks at this point if they don't figure out how to play, yeah. other than giving it to Giannis and Chris Middleton and saying go. They have big problems. These were some of Giannis's comments after um, game one against the Orlando Magic. What do you feel like needs to be pinpointed and adjusted going into game two? Well, we just got to play, play hard. Um, just make them feel uncomfortable. You know, uh, we were doing it at times, but uh, we got to do it for longer uh, stretches of the game. Um, yeah, I think you know sometimes they come off the pick and roll, throw it back. They just feel they felt comfortable. Uh, so you know we gotta learn from it. 
Um, hopefully we can come out in uh, game two and uh, just uh, you know be more aggressive, get in passing lanes, use our hands, be a little bit more physical, and uh, you know just get them off their uh, the rhythm. All right, so those are um, Giannis's comments after game one. You guys agree with him? You think they just need to be a little more aggressive? I, 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 he just sounds like he's annoyed. Like, man, we got to play. <laughs> now we got to play them in game five. We could have just got it done. I, I think they're going to win the series. I think we all think that. It's just, like I said, it's just one of those instances where you go into the bubble and you have these teams, is there's no crowd. Sometimes it really feels like a tournament atmosphere. And remember, Orlando technically is at home. If anybody's at home, is Orlando. So I'm just not surprised that they came out and beat them in game one. They smacked the Bucks. It's almost like a in the first round when you're playing a heavyweight and you see them, you hit them. It's like, okay, you got you caught me a little bit, but I'll see you in round two. I'm here for the long call. There's if if they lose this series, it would be the biggest upset. They're not, they're not, they're the not going series. to, but it'd be the biggest upset in NBA history, and they're and that's not happening. Yeah. So they're gonna win the series. Yeah. Um, let's go over to the Western Conference. We've covered all the teams in the Eastern Conference. We're going to go straight from one number one seed to the number one seed in the West. That's the Los Angeles Lakers going up against the Portland Trailblazers. We have talked about this matchup on this podcast a couple of times. Ad nauseum. Okay. Well, when I say ad nauseum, because before it even happened. Right. But now it's here, and we're like, it's it's not even what we expected almost. Well, in my some, opinion, some people expected it. <laughs> <laughs> I know you didn't expect it, but uh, myself and Trey, we did expect this to happen. And part of the reason why myself and Trey were talking about it so much is because we just saw that Portland was a team. If they get all the pieces back together, a healthy, um, what's the guy's name? Collins. Collins. And, He's uh, not healthy right now. Well, not right now, yeah. And then Yusuf Nurkic. Nurkic. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a different team. And then, you know, add Carmelo to the mix. Carmelo's playing basketball. He's hitting some big-time shots for that team. Um, So they were able to beat the Lakers. We just talked about Milwaukee. That's the first time since 2003 that both number one-seeded teams lost the first game. So it it was a big deal. And this is a series that me and Trey did think that Portland can pull it off and, and, you know, have the upset. They do look – watching that first game, they do look like they might be the better team. Again, going back to it. The Trailblazers have been playing playoff games for about oh, right. 12 games now. Right, well, right. 10 games now. Because they had to play in games. They've been playing, well. they playing playoff games before they got to the bubble. That's my point. Right. Is they, they had, in my opinion, they had to win game one. Mm-hmm. It was a must win Absolutely. because you've already been in playoff mode. If you lose that game, then it's kind of like, okay, well, y'all gonna y'all might get swept if y'all lose the game. So a lot of people are saying, oh, the Lakers are in trouble. Well, this, this, this is the difference, though. This is the difference, though. As far as both um, number one versus ACs are concerned, Orlando is an eighth seed. In the East. Yeah. If you read it everything right now, I don't think Portland is a, a true eighth seed. And that's true. why I think that they're going to give the Lakers a lot more problems. If we talk about Orlando, yeah. if Orlando were to win that series, that would be a colossal upset, which they I don't will, see it happening. Yeah. Because they're not that team. But Portland, Portland is that team to me. Like Portland can easily go to the finals. Yes, I don't feel that way. I do. If they get past the Lakers, if they get past the Lakers, I mean, of course, the only team that we look at that's right now for me, my team to go to the finals is the Clippers. Yeah. They're that team, and then it's everybody else it's not right even now. Close. Right, right, right. So unless something happens to where you know the Clippers aren't as good as we think they are, yeah, yeah of course they're going to go to the finals. But Portland, you know, they might do something, man. <sighs> when I look at Portland. You guys call me the Portland hater. And it's not that I'm a Portland hater. 
I will say this though: if Ariza came and he didn't opt out, I'd be feeling kind. <laughs> Boy, I mean, my tune would be a little different right now. I ain't gonna lie to you; I forgot all about. Yeah, Trevor he opted Ariza. out. Yeah. If he opted right. in and was playing, that's a different story. That would be different. But I will story. say this about the Lakers: they kind of have a similar situation to the Bucks, where they they have and and for both teams, they have this identity crisis because when you look at the Lakers, very similar to the Bucks, outside of. Anthony Davis and LeBron James, you have a lot of guys, you have lots of question marks. Mm-hmm. And you look at their team, at the end of the game, they had to take out KCP, Contavious Caldwell Pope, and they had to put in Alex Caruso. No offense to Alex Caruso, but he, who, did you know who he was before the season? No. Nope. So it's a problem. That that in and of itself is a problem. There was a play during that Portland game where Caruso just took a shot, and I said, Cru- <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the game, like, dude, you can't shoot that shot. And you look at the other side, you look at Portland. Trent Jr. took the shot, and it was full confidence that he was going to make. You can tell from his stroke. The Lakers have a problem, but it's not – it's the other problem, like Shaq would say, but also it's an Anthony Davis problem. There's no reason why the Lakers should lose the series. Yes, it would not be an upset to many people if the Portland Trailblazers won, but Anthony Davis is the reason why they shouldn't have the shot because he needs to dominate. Yep. He didn't dominate yesterday. The problem is when so many teams play small ball, I know the Portland Trailblazers don't technically play small ball, but we've had this conversation about Kristaps Porzingis, where it's like, man, he put up big numbers last night. For me, the way the league works, you have to put up big numbers. And the problem with Anthony Davis, he really didn't even do that. I think he had, what, 28 and 11 or something of that nature. It wasn't, it wasn't, he needs to dominate that the heck out of the Blazers because LeBron, he can certainly carry them for certain games, and LeBron's going to do what LeBron's going to do. But Anthony Davis has to be the difference. I guarantee you in the locker room after game one, LeBron looked at Anthony Davis like, yo, I'm pretty sure he don't have two words, play better. Mm. That's it. If that's he plays better. Hard, though. We talked about the matchup. They got they got white side and they got a couple of other guys inside. I'm, I'm not I'm not saying that he should still dominate. Don't mm-hmm. I'm kind of trying to give him an excuse. There's no excuse. If None. he is mm-hmm. supposedly this big time superstar yeah. that we all think that he is, yeah. it's gonna be the same narrative for him as well. Cause when he was in New Orleans. He was hurt a lot, but even when he was healthy, they weren't able to get best. Maybe that one time where they had Rondo um, there yeah, with um, that's when they set the Blazers, set the Blazers, and they went to the next round. But we'll see. I mean, I, you're right, man. He has to be that difference. He is definitely that key for him to get to the next round against the Portland Trailblazers. You're right, and and despite this is one of those teams where I think LeBron just with where he is right now, superstar or not, I think there's just so much of a deficit with how much they have on their team. So about the Lakers, yeah, that. AD has to dominate. And, and the fact that you're, you're missing in the fourth quarter, and that's the stigma that he has right now. The guy is disappearing in the fourth quarter. We're just talking about this with, 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 uh, with Dane. Yeah. Well, he, he's showing up. He's doing his thing, you know? Um, now look at these stats for the Lakers. 31, 5.1% from the field. That's atrocious. It's not and good. then, and then 15.6% from the three. That's the second lowest from, uh, makes from teams. Of at least thirty percent, uh, thirty attempts in the playoffs. They're a horrible three point shooting team. Yeah, they've been all year. They've not been good. That that's that that's just terrible. But you know, AD man, what's what's going on here, bro? You need, need to step this thing up, man. But you know, just like you guys have been saying, I mean, the Blazers match up well with this team, and the fact that now they're playing the team basketball that we need them to play, and Dam is stepping up where he needs to be, and 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 he's making those clutch shots. You know, he's stepping up in the fourth quarter. You know, the the Lakers are are in danger. This begs the question. You know, it, it, how disappointing would this be for the Lakers if they if they lose out in this first round? Well, I think that's a great question. For LeBron, it's a career. 
it's disappointing for him because he just doesn't lose in the first round. But for the Lakers, it's 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 terrible. LeBron is like, eh, his career's kind of already been solidified. It's what it is. But for the Lakers, and more for Anthony Davis, it's an embarrassment. It it, it really is. You can't. Anthony Davis cannot lose the series. Did y'all hear what Paul Pierce had to say about LeBron James? Paul Pierce is a fool. LeBron James will always hate. Um, not LeBron James. Paul, Paul Pierce, Pierce yeah. will always hate LeBron James. I think he says something along the lines of, if they don't get out of the first round of these playoffs, that I don't want to hear the, the GOAT <laughs> and, <laughs> and LeBron mentioning the same thing. It, I don't know. I mean, as far as his legacy as a Laker, though, that would hurt. Because you talk about comparing him to Jerry West, Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Kobe, Shaq. It's not even be close. Mm-hmm. You cannot lose this first game. As far as you're, not his overall legacy, we already know what his overall legacy is. But as far as his legacy as a Laker, yeah. you want to be mentioned with those. You didn't come here just to be just to play. No, you're right. right. But he was never going to be mentioned with those. Well, well at least well, with well, the guys now, who won multiple rings. Right, because he, he, he's, he wasn't. But this is not great. It won't help if they lose in the first round of the playoffs. Well, I mean, it, it won't help. But well, are we talking about LeBron's legacy at the as a Laker? As a Laker, that's what I said. Oh, as a Laker. I mean, well, yeah, of course it won't help because right. he's only been there for two years. That's yeah. I think that's that's obvious, but I, that's not really what the question is. At least that's no, that's that's the question I'm posing. That's the question I'm posing because I think we already know that LeBron James, for well, for me and for some other people, he's one of the greatest players of all time. Yeah, yeah. but coming in as a Laker, you know, it was that initial Kobe fans. Versus LeBron fans, Kobe yeah. fans were like, "What? Why is he a well, Laker?" They're, mm-hmm. they're they're in now, right? They're in now, but mm-hmm. this is not going to help them. If they're like, "Oh well, see, he can't get out the first round as a well, Laker," that's, that's, that's crazy. Right. Anybody who says that's nuts. That's why I said Paul, <laughs> well, Paul Pierce is nuts. Well, he's cool. <laughs> but also, there's two things that sucks for the Lakers. Same thing for the for the Trailblazers. We pointed it out. One, Avery Bradley opted out, and then two, Rondo's hurt and he may come back. I think that'll help them as far as defensively. Basically. But man, they just they can't shoot the three, yeah. like. People have talked about this, and they've talked about this on multiple pundits have talked about it, but the Lakers literally, they can't score. If it's not LeBron creating it, and if it's not AD doing something, no one they, else can score. Nobody else can score, and, and, the, and the Bucks have that same problem. Yeah, mm. and this is where, and I, and I mentioned this before, this is where this would have been a perfect time for Kyle Kuzma. This would have been a perfect time for you to solidify yourself as a bona fide NBA basketball player. Mm. And I, I if you can't help your team right now, if you exit out of the fourth round, I don't even want to hear anything else about Kyle Kuzma. I don't. I don't want to hear <laughs> nothing else because th- this is your prime opportunity. Because just like you said, no one else can score. Yeah. No one else can shoot. Yeah. And you're supposed to be a a, a good. You're supposed to be an offensive player. You're mm-hmm. not showing that. Where are you? Yeah. yeah. So that's a good point. Absolutely. I, I, so after this series, especially if the Lakers are out, and or if they proceed. And somehow make it to the finals, and Kyle Kuzma is still somewhere in the background riding the bench. I want to hear nothing else about this guy, man. <laughs> and that, that's that's kind of the reason why I didn't mention Kyle Kuzma as being a key piece. I think it was on a radio show as one of the key pieces yeah. for this um, team because he does have to be that guy. Look, look if you look at the numbers, right? Anthony Davis scored twenty eight points, eleven rebounds, one assist. He went eight of twenty four from the field. I mean, that's not good. That's not that's, good that's at not all. Good at all. LeBron James had typical LeBron James numbers. He had 23 points, 17 rebounds, and 16 assists. That's ridiculous. You really can't ask much more of him. You You really just need one more person to really score. I know he scored 14 points, and he had eight rebounds, as as in Kyle Kuzma, but were those big-time points? Did they come when they really – when you look at what Portland did, 
CJ McCollum and Anthony Davis didn't score a lot of points, mm-hmm. but they definitely scored when they needed those big time points. CJ McCollum was definitely scoring when they didn't. There was a run where it was this the CJ McCollum show. Right. Yeah. Right. And then you also had I mean, this guy has ice in his veins as yeah. far as um Carmel Anthony's concerned. Like he yeah. shoot like once he gets it, he's always been that way. Once yeah. he gets the ball, he's gonna shoot it. Yeah. But it's more so in this series. Like as he hit that, I kinda knew he was gonna hit that shot. And then he did the thing where he had the big ball. Yeah. I mean, you know what's so funny though? Um and Trey was harping on this. He was so upset that the Lakers didn't get Carmelo. And he but made I don't it. think I don't think no, it would have worked. This, oh, this would have it would help them. It, it it's help obvious them. it would have helped them now. I don't think it would have worked. It, it would help them. Because yeah. they need to, to Lowe's brought a fantastic point. They just LeBron and AD need a guy they can throw the ball to and say, give me a bucket. See, the, the Blazers, if they want to do that, oh here you go, Nurkic. Oh, here you go, Trent Jr. The Lakers don't have that option. Mm-hmm. It's it has to be LeBron or it has to be Anthony Davis. That's it. I don't know. I, now that I see Carmelo Anthony in a Portland Trailblazer jersey, yeah. I figure that was just the best situation for him right now. Maybe maybe would have worked out with the Lakers, but I think that was the best situation as far as the way that team is built. Portland as an organization being yeah. the underdog yeah. throughout their whole franchise career, I think that was a good situation. I, I don't get me wrong. Carmelo might have fitted in. He would have fit in with LeBron. Well, that, I'm, I'm just saying it's not even so much about the fit. Is they should have had him. <laughs> right. just, that's really what it comes down to. I wonder why they didn't pull the trigger on that. Oh, you can ask LeBron. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's it, a LeBron question. It probably has to be. I mean, because that's that's. I mean, that's his boy too, man. They're uh, boys and everything. That's I a mean, LeBron question. Maybe maybe not. Maybe LeBron doesn't have as much pool there as we, we think he does. No, I think. I mean, there has been that thing floating around where there's people can or don't want to play with LeBron or something. Or maybe something, maybe it's something. Carmelo. No, it's, it's, no, Carmelo wanted to hoop. <laughs> he wanted anybody to hoop with. I think I think so too. But I don't. We'll see. I I have. Um, not. I'm gonna. Mm. You said the Lakers winning? Ah, man, that's going to be a tough series, man. I'll tell you right now. I just want to answer it. Low, do you have the Lakers winning? No. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I think I think no, the the Blazers showed me oh, the Blazers showed me they they showed me a lot this first game. I know it's only one game. But they they they've been showing me stuff. Yes. To get to this point. No, they man. they have. Seriously. And I, and I think the play-in game, um especially on Saturday. I mean, that, that was huge. That was huge. The fact that Dame was able to answer a lot of the questions that we had, and that's when it counts, Dame time or whatever it is, when it counts, you're going to knock, knock down those clutch shots. And he did it. And the fact that now everyone's stepping up. And I think what's really helping the Blazers right now is the fact that Car- Carmelo is playing a big, is, is a huge factor in the, in the situation right now. That's yeah. really helping him. I think that if he wasn't playing well, and if, if this was Carme- Carmelo of uh, what, two years ago or whatnot, you know, overweight, came, uh, non non uh, skinny mellow, whatever it is. Then we we we'd be talking about regular mellow. I think regular still mellow. the same mellow. This that this, this in Houston, it just didn't fit. He it, didn't it, fit it, in it, Houston it, at it, all. But this is a rejuvenated guy. He's back to his playing weight when he was younger, and he he's making the shots. At, you know, when when we need him. So this is huge for the Blazers. Yeah, I, I had the Lakers winning it. Um, as a Rocket fan, hey Blazers, if y'all want to do what you got to do, take them out. Go ahead. I have no problem with that. I'm gonna go ahead and say the. The Blazers on this one after after game one and not just oh, man, after you, you game one. After it's, game one? No, no. I was going to mention it's not just game one. It's what it took to get here. Mm. You talked about it. As as far as playing in an NCAA tournament, sometimes some teams just come in, they're hot. And not that it's hot, they have this swag about them. Yeah. Like, Portland, if any team has swag right now, oh, it's, it's Portland. all Portland. They're all dripping. 
<laughs> they have that drip yeah. for real with Dame and Carmelo. Yeah. They look like they're the number one seed. Yeah. And the Lakers are the eighth seed. Let's just be straight up. They're coming in like, okay, we're here. Now who's going to stop us? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I, I initially, I did think it was going to be a close series. I did. And I did have the Lakers advancing, but I'm going to, I'm going to at least get one flip flop. Yeah. I, I think Portland might trick this. this I, I'll, say, I'll say this. I have more confidence in terms of, between the Bucks and the Lakers reaching their their respective conference finals, yeah, I have more confidence in the Bucks um, getting into the finals than I do the Lakers. That I was do. the question I asked. Okay. I like that. So yeah. you're, the confidence meter for both of these teams, your meter is higher for the Bucks. It is just yeah, absolutely. Just because I, I expect at some point, you know, first of all, I forget his name, the center for the mat, uh, for the for the Orlando Mat. You can't let that guy get thirty five. Vucevic. Now yeah. he's a he could ball, bro. I know he can ball, but you take him out, who else they got? Yeah. So. I have more confidence in them playing team basketball. The Bucks will give you a better opportunity of having five guys score somewhere between 10 to 12 points with Giannis scoring, you know, 30 points, yeah. you know, and then winning the game versus LA's got nobody else. And the fact that AD is not, it's not taking over games and then missing in the fourth quarter. That's, yeah. that's, that's a big no, no. I'll put it like this. When the Blazers lose a game in this series, I, I like how you mentioned, Oh, about the drip, how that, that swag, when they lose, are they able to continue to roll? With I think it? so. I think that they have enough. If it was a young team, no. But you have Carmelo. Carmelo's a vet. Yeah. You have Dame. Dame's a vet. I think even after they lose, I think it's more so on the Lakers because they're they're not going to back down. Portland's not going to back down. No. Once they they're going to lose a game in the series, we already know that they're going to lose. I think it's going to be more on the Lakers. Okay, can you can you beat them again? Mm-hmm. I mean. We know wow, that they're going y'all, to win. No, but it's, it's just because, look, that, I know. The way you're talking is like, you truly believe the Blazers are going to win. I, I and do. And they should be favored to win. Look, the, the I talked about before, the Blazers are not an eight seed coming out the West. They're just not. Uh, oh, yeah. all the pieces. Forget the seeding. I'm, well, I'm just saying, you think the Blazers are the better team? They look like the better team in the first game, yeah. And like I said, going into this game, Portland's played a lot of tough games. They played a, t- a tough game against Memphis. That was a really tough game. I was very impressed in that game and get that playing game against Memphis. I really was. Because Memphis yeah. was winning throughout that whole game. They were up. And Memphis and, was and Portland just yeah. And Portland was just like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna keep uh, on. They were I look, hear you. Look, for them to get to the point that they're at right now, get in, come in, win game one. Like you said, they're supposed to win game one. If you really that team coming in, you should win game one. And they did that. Yeah. And they did it in an impressive fashion, doing it the way they've been doing it to get to that point anyway with key players hitting big shots. Yeah. I mean, and then the Lakers haven't really showed me much. Yeah. And, you know, you allude to it too, though. It wasn't really, as far as the way everything was set up, there are some teams that really didn't have anything to play for. They came in, so they're going to be kind of lackadaisical going to that first game. This second game (laughs) against Portland and the Lakers, that's a big, big game. But – I think it's a little bit different with these two two teams because they're both veteran teams. Even if the Lakers get down two zero, I don't. Yeah. It doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's that. The, as big as deal. Some people are trying to make yeah. it out to me. But I, I think, but I, th- I think if Portland were to win that game too, it will bring like a lot of people that have Chris's idea of the Lakers really being that number one team. They'll bring them to be like, okay, you know what? Portland really is that team. Yeah, it will bring them more to understand that. But let's see. I think the Lakers. <sighs> well, I think it's not. I talk about them being a veteran team, but that's AD and that's LeBron James. Yeah. If they go into the second game and lose, I think that their role players might be like, oh, no, I, we, the Portland might be better than us. 
Yeah. They might have that psyche in them. I know LeBron's not going to think that way. Yeah. LeBron's been through many, many tested battles. But everybody else will. Right. Everybody else might be looking at this like, mm, I don't know. We could be Portland. So. Yeah. Uh, how much else can LeBron do? <laughs> Nothing. You just heard the stat line. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. He had a triple-double. That's what I'm saying. Like a 23, 16, eh, and 17. I'm, no, I'm, no, this, I'm, this, is, this is a question I'm asking the rest of his teammates. How much else do what LeBron else do is LeBron asking do? his teammates that. What else, what else do you want me to do? <laughs> Come on, guys. I hear you. But as when the when the dust settles, who's it going to be pointing on to? There, people are going. LeBron haters especially be like, oh look, you know LeBron wasn't even get his team out the first round. Yeah. When you have a stat line like that, mm-hmm. twenty three, sixteen, and seventeen, I don't care who you are, your team should be close to winning. Yep. So he did everything. He even took down the Nets after the game. <sighs> <laughs> Forget all y'all. I would have checked. All right, let's talk about another game. So I have Portland. You have the Lakers, Chris. Yeah. Correct. And you have Portland. I've got Portland. All right. So this is not a series that's being talked about a lot. We have the Denver Nuggets and we have the Utah Jazz. Me and Yulo, we talked about this on yeah. um, Afro Vibes a little bit. Um, the Nuggets have a, a 1-0 lead right now over the Jazz. No, I'm sorry. It's actually 1-1 one, one apiece right now because um, Utah won a game. Yeah. So it was actually 1 apiece. Should be 2-0. Yeah, I mean, that's a very, very interesting series to me. Is it? Yeah, no, in in its own little bubble, a bubble within the bubble. (laughs) None of these teams are going to go to the finals or anything like that. I'm not going to say that. But I don't think either one is going to go. I don't. But you're talking about the Nuggets for sure. Hopefully you're talking about the Nuggets. The Nuggets are the only team that have a chance to go to the finals. It's not. I don't think it's Utah. I'm just telling you. But – you. This is the thing. Both these teams have something to prove. That's the the whole narrative of this bubble playoff run, because they don't get a lot of respect. The Nuggets don't get any respect. The Jazz don't get any respect. They. I think they both went to the Nuggets went to the second round last year, and the Jazz lost in the first round again to the to Rockets last year. Yeah. So now this year they're trying to prove that they're just not any other team. They're just not a team that that goes to the playoff and they're showcasing the playoffs as being, you know, one of the teams in the back burner. They want to prove that they're one of those teams and get deep into the playoffs. Do I think they can do that? If I had to pick a team, it would be the Nuggets just because they play more team-oriented basketball. Everything about the Utah Jazz rides on the shoulder of Donovan Mitchell. If Donovan Mitchell is not playing well, Utah is not going to win. Yeah. Point blank, period. So I do think Denver has an advantage in that. I do pick them to win the series. This is because I think they play better team basketball. But both these teams have something to prove as far as getting to that next level. Yeah. I have Utah winning the series, but this is a coin flip. It really is. Either one of them can win it. I will tell you this. The person who was happy not to see the Rockets was Donovan Mitchell. And that's because he didn't have to deal with Eric Gordon. Because Eric Gordon's a grown man. He put up 57 against the Nuggets without having to watch Eric Gordon. Donovan Mitchell's special. Special. And remember... Um, Conley's going to come back. Conley's had a down year, but I will never sleep on Mike Conley. He's one of the most underrated players I've personally watched in my life. When he gets back and his son or his child is healthy, I don't know which what gender it was, but I know he just had a child. Hopefully he comes back game three, game four. And if he plays anything like he's played in his career, not this season, <laughs> scratch this season out. If he plays he anything, hasn't meshed well with um, Utah. So well, yeah, just played. Utah in right. general. Right. But they're not in Utah anymore. It, I think it's just literally the city. He's like, I'm not feeling it. That's my opinion mm-hmm. of it. Um, but being in that bubble, I, I, I trust him in the playoffs. 
when he gets back and he'll get back during the series, I think they have enough firepower to beat uh, Denver. Denver has a, 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 a personnel issue, in my opinion. They have so many talented players. Murray is their point guard, and he's not a point guard. But he's certainly he's playing like one. I give him credit, but I think they're they're almost he he's one of the most untalked about players in the NBA because I, he has to play that point guard role. If he was playing for a team, we talk about players who should play with Kyrie Irving and and uh, Kevin Durant. That's a guy right there because he can straight up ball, but he has to have the ball on his hands so much. It's kind of I think it hurts his game a little bit. Not so much helps. They actually need a, a real point guard there. See, they went out and got Mike Conley and moved him to an actual him being Murray to a shooting guard position or a small forward position. They'd be straight. I love the actual Denver Nuggets roster. Everything about it looks good. They need to make a move during the middle of the season. But as far as this playoff series is concerned, I think Utah will win. But if Denver won, would I be stunned? No. But the answer is, to your point, oh, are either of them beating the Clippers? Uh, no. No. <laughs> It's not even. It's not even a question. I mean, it's not even a question right now. Yeah, yeah. The problem with Den- Denver is always gonna. They're, they're always gonna be a team you talk about in the playoffs. But are they, are you gonna get out of the second round? That that's that's the issue. Where yeah. where's that extra firepower? Where's that extra? Where's that extra? Wherever it's coming from, that's gonna get you out of there and into the West, right? Um, Utah, I think right now they're 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 limping. I mean, you had Bogdanovich out. Um, you know. And then, you know, all you've got right now is just Rudy Gobert and then defense. You, you just, you, they need to win via defense. That's not going to do it in, in, in today's NBA. You know, they don't have a deep bench either. Um, so I think this is simple. Now, I think these are two just based off of the way they're playing, just because, um, Utah just got such a superior defense. Mm. They're able to claw out one game. Yeah. You know, but I, I do see this being something where the Nuggets come out in six. It couldn't come out to seven just because of Utah's defense. But yeah. I, I see the Nuggets coming out in six. Yeah. Yeah. I have to agree with you. I think Denver is going to squeak this one out. But it's going to be tough. Especially with Devin Mitchell's play, bro. Yeah. That dude is high basketball. Is My goodness. If he could just find a way to play alongside Giannis, maybe. Both of them. Oh. God forbid. God forbid. Beautiful. That be beautiful. <laughs> God forbid nothing. I would love to I'm see that. I'm saying, like, let, let that be in Milwaukee. Don't bring, don't bring Giannis <laughs> to the West. I'm good. See, I, I, see, I was going to ask a question, and you made a, you made a comment just now. Say Giannis wins a championship this year. Does he stay with Milwaukee, or oh, does he leave? He stays. Come on, he leaves. Now. You think he leaves? I, after what Kawhi did, I think if you are not happy with the city that you're playing in, because I don't think he's happy there. I don't care if he wins a championship or not. Because last year, I was in the belief, oh, if he before Giannis went to the finals and won, I was in the belief if he won the championship, he's staying. You don't want to be that there. boy left. Yes, he, he did, not. He, and it wasn't even like he wanted to leave before he got there. And I think the same thing with Giannis. I don't care if he's in the championship or not. If you give him the right player to play with, he's going to dip. He's going to go where he wants to go. That's the way the league is set up now. The all the power is with the players. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. He might stay. But now, after what Kawhi did, oh, no. I won't be surprised he left at all. Mm. I won't be surprised. I think because he doesn't have the personality like someone like LeBron, right? Um, I think that that might be a case where he does stay. I think he, yeah. he just he, – he, he, he gives me that I, I don't want to be in the forefront. I don't want to be in the, in the star, the yeah. spotlight. That's why I thought about so. Kawhi, too. The everything you're saying is exactly what I was but, saying about but Kawhi, Kawhi. But Kawhi's from California. Yeah, he's a different cat. So yeah, yeah, he's from California. I think yeah. he wanted to be, you know, close to his uncle. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, they're probably well, we'll see. That way. We'll see. But that's only if they win a championship. 
Yeah. So if they lose, he's dipping. Well, so what? He's a he's a free agent after this year or next year? No, next, I think it's next year. It's next year. Next he's a free year. Yeah, I think it's next year. Yeah. Okay. Well, then he'll he'll definitely be. I think he'll play out whatever time he has left in Milwaukee. But yeah, yeah. there's three players about. right now that are playing for organizations where you think, okay, should they stay? We mentioned Devin Booker before and what Draymond had to say about oh, that. He yeah. got fined heavily for that. Yeah. Then yeah. we just talk about Donovan Mitchell. He might be dipping whenever his well, chances. He's not going to leave for some time, though. Right. Because some of that rookie deal. Right, rookie deal. So yeah. He's sign the next deal. Yeah. Then we have Giannis as well being in Milwaukee. But I don't, I don't know, man. It, it's really just as far as these small markets in the NBA, if you don't have a, a big-time star that's mm-hmm. willing to stay there, it's really hard to just continue to, to be in that market. It really mm-hmm. is. Because you have the Lakers pulled – you know, LeBron, just because it's the Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> no other no reason. Other reason. Yeah. It could have been the most. And that's why I, the, the New York Knicks baffle me a little bit. Cause I just, they have wasted all of their history. In the, the years that they've gone downhill, I know Carmelo went there. And always Carmelo went there is the same thing because they're the Knicks. Yeah. That's why he went there. But he wasn't able to put that team on the hump. Carmelo hasn't had a lot of good players around him. You know, they, he said Dame is his. The best players ever played with. Wow, Damian Lillard. That's embarrassing. I yeah. mean, I don't know if it's embarrassing, but, but I, I said that for you. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I know, but you look at the name. Of course, Allen Iverson is a way bigger name. Well, than that Damian was Lillard the was. End right, Iverson. no, that's what I'm saying though. Towards the, he was playing with players towards the end. Of, even Chauncey Billups was uh, towards the end well, of his career. Well, yeah, the fact true. that that's the case for Carmelo Anthony, the only person he has to blame is Carmelo Anthony. Oh, no doubt. So I don't, no, I don't that, feel sorry that's for That's New York situation. Oh, come on now. Because he could have he could have very easily... Just waited. Yeah, just waited. And he would have had Garnali. I mean... The team uh, would have been loaded. Loaded. Yeah. Or he, he could have listened to LeBron and said, hey, we're all going to be free agents at the same time. Don't sign the deal. Yeah. No, he well, went for that on. money big time. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> let's, let's move on. <laughs> It's very easy for us to get sidetracked. But the next game we're going to talk about is the Rockets and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, we also talked about this on the radio show a little bit, too. Um, James Harden and the Rockets take game one. Chris Paul and the Thunder didn't look – they didn't really look that good, honestly and truly. The Rockets looked pretty good. James Harden was being typical James Harden. Um, he was – playing the way he's been playing during the whole regular season. I thought there would be a little bit of a problem with Westbrook out, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not under that belief anymore. I, I do think the Rockets are going to take this series. But Chris Paul, veteran, veteran team around him, they're not going to just bow out. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens in the second game, but I still do have the Rockets winning five or six in five or six. Especially when Westbrook, I think Westbrook should be coming back around third, the third or fourth game. If they play the playing game one, he needs to just Chill, right? Just mm-hmm. wait till the series is over. Yeah. As soon as the Rockets lose a game, okay, come on, come on back. Come exactly. On back. Yeah. Two things about this: one, when you play the Rockets, it's similar to playing Lamar Jackson for the first time. If you've never done it, you've heard about him, you've seen highlights, but, but you, you have to experience it. Right. And for the Thunder, they never played the Rockets with this switch defense. They looked like they just didn't know what was going on. And then that's that's odd with Chris Ball being there. No, but it's just it doesn't even matter because even Chris Paul, he's I just you just haven't seen it. So I think game two will be a much closer game, much closer game. It would would not surprise me at all if the Thunder make this a six-game series. It just wouldn't because the way they looked in game one, everybody's saying, oh, the Rockets dominated. No, it was more that the Thunder just had no idea what was going on. So they will adjust. At least they should adjust. But it's two things for the Rockets. Eric Gordon looked phenomenal. 
that's very good news if you're a Rocket fan because they paid him a lot of money in the offseason, and that's good. But also, more than Eric Gordon, the Rockets can play defense. Nobody's talking about them in their bubble. Nobody wants to admit it, and that's fine. When they want to. They can yeah, play well, defense. Exactly. Yeah, when, when they, they want, want to. to. But, man, their ability to switch and the, the guys that they have, Rocco, Robert Covington, P.J. Tucker, they, and Jeff Green, these are not small guys. These are big guys, not so much in height, but in stature. So They're what, what changes for you, though? Because you just talked about OKC not really seeing that. And now you're saying that the Rocks are playing good defense. What what changes for you? Well, there? No, what changes for OKC is they just adjust. Um, what everybody was talking about yesterday was obvious. When you play a team like the Rockets and they switch everything, well, what do you do? You try to find the right matchup, and then you try to exploit that matchup. You go one-on-one. But the way the Rockets are currently built, who are you going to pick? Okay, you pick Harden, and for whatever reason, they like backing Harden down. But the one area of defense where Harden is amazing is in the post. His post defense is amazing, so you don't want to do that. Are you going to be able to take Rocco one-on-one? It's just difficult, is my point. And the problem is the Rockets will kind of lull you to sleep. They lull you to playing this one-on-one game, and most teams in the NBA can't do that. They can't. The Blazers can, but they're not playing the Blazers. They're playing the Chris Paul-led Thunder. Chris Paul can't go one-on-one like that anymore. And mm-hmm. even at the height of his career, he wasn't really good at that. Mm-hmm. Mm. This this is the kind of game that I was talking about that <clears throat> James Harden need to have and the Rockets need to have. And the fact that they were able to win this game the way that they did without having Russell Westbrook there was, was, was huge. Yeah. And the fact that you had somebody else step up to play that role, I guess based off of the, 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 the style of play that they, uh, that the Rockets play, Eric Gordon played the role of, of Russell. So he, I guess he, uh, mm, he broke, yeah, he broke down the, the defense and That's then good point. kicked it out, uh, kicked it out back. So he, he played that role and he played it well. And the fact that they were able to, you know, contribute like that was great. So here's some numbers right here. 52 three-point attempts. Uh, that's crazy. Ben McElmore. I mean, you, you need contributors like this. He's a backup player. 57% from the th- uh, from the three. Mm. I think he was uh uh I think it was three out of seven, no, four out of seven. And then James Harden was 46% from the three. Yeah. So he had a great night from the three. So this is the kind of game that they need, you know. But you know, if they can consistently knock down those shots like that, which they've shown they they can do, yeah. Um, you know, that that'll be huge. But I was really surprised um at how the Thunder, they're a big team, especially inside. They're 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 a pretty big team, and the fact, I I I I think they'll I think they'll figure it out. Yeah, that's the same way I feel. Yeah, mm. I don't know what they're gonna do, but yeah, I, it that's out. what I'm saying. I don't know what they're gonna do either. Yeah. I mean, but Chris, we say Chris Paul's a cerebral player, yeah, so right. I, I, I fool me once, but I don't think you're gonna fool, fool this guy. That's twice. exactly how I feel. Yeah, mm. I, I think the Rockets, they have enough. Can we talk about the Lakers not having any player yeah. that can? really hit those shots. The Rockets have players. Yeah. We're talking about Eric Gordon. Ben McLemore, as far as three-point shots, mm-hmm. he has been money yeah. so far. He's so, the best three-point shooter Harden's mm-hmm. had in this career. Right, right. And, you know, they just – they have those guys that you can kick it out to and hit those big – even Jeff Green in the corner. Yeah. He's hitting those shots. Yeah. I mean, so when the Rockets – but this has been the Rockets' story for a very long time. Yes. When they're hitting shots – it's They're very difficult to beat. To yeah. beat. Yeah. But when those shots are not falling, um, oh one twenty seven, <laughs> you know what that means if you're yeah. a true Rockets fan. They're, they 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 don't know how to win games. Mm-hmm. So, but you're right. I do expect Chris Paul and that OKC Thunder team to figure it out. Is it going to be enough to win the series though? I don't think so. I I did think that they would give the Rockets a bit more problems coming in. I thought they might even expect the switching. I I don't know why I caught them. Off guard as much as it did. Well, it's not. It's not that they didn't expect it. They just didn't. 
know what to do to it. And I, that's, that's odd to me. No, but it's not. It's like the Lamar Jackson thing. You know he's fast. Well, Lamar, Lamar Jackson is more so. His sheer talent. But Once you but, see it. But it's not just that, though. It's it's not that it's just talent. It's you set up on the outside so he can't get around you. Then, oh, snap, he got around me. It's the same thing with the switching. It's like, okay, they're going to switch. What we're going to do is we're going to hedge off. Sometimes we're going to split. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh, oh, they're switching everything. It, just, it comes so fast. It's <laughs> so just, much, so, it, so it's fast. It's too much. Yeah, if, yeah. It, if you haven't seen it, it's going to take you by surprise. It just will. Mm. I still think LeBron Jackson is a different, different animal. Because – even if you prepare for a couple of games, you might still get roasted. The dude's speed is ridiculous. Is. Yeah, I mean, look what they, the way they played against New England and dismantled that team like that, man. Oh, yeah. But that was a combination of, I mean, the scheme is just ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, when you when you scheme well with a, a quarterback with his talent, mm-hmm. I mean, oh, my lord. But anyway, we'll talk about Lamar Jackson, I'm sure, and um further episodes for future episodes so we are recording during the same time that this last series is taking place we're talking about the dallas mavericks and the los angeles clippers right now the mavs are up 44 to 32 halfway in the second quarter Hmm. Um, i still have the clippers winning this series um one of the main problems i have with the dallas mavericks is their inability to finish games Hmm. And so that's part of the reason why I just do not have them winning this series. Um, I haven't winning one game in this series, honestly. I was debating with somebody on on Instagram. They're like, one game? Why, why one game? I was like, bro, they're going to win one game. Mark the tape. They're going to win one, <laughs> one game. Oh, man. But, you know, Luka Doncic is a special, special player. Yeah. And um, it's off me to say this, but it's almost like he's underrated to a certain degree. No, I, I agree with you. You know, because it's just – we. When you, this is like you talk about seeing someone in person, yeah. watching them play in person. You can look at the stats all day. Oh, this guy, you know, get these. He, he has hard and like stats. But when you actually watch Luca play mm. and how he gets everybody else involved yeah. in it as well, and the, the dude's been playing high level basketball Forever. at a very young age. Like yes. he's not, nothing is going to stir this guy. Nothing. Like LeBron James across from him, okay, what's the, what's the big deal? Yeah. I've been playing against big dudes all my life. Yeah. So Luca, I mean, his ceiling right now, he's 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 kind of scary to me, honestly. Oh, as a Rockets fan, I, I'm terrified of Luca. I'm terrified because it's not just is it something about these these players that come from overseas as well? Yeah. There and it's it's like he's the first one. You know, you have Dirk Nowitzki, you had a couple other players overseas. Chris but Tapps. I think Chris Stops, but he's the first one mm-hmm. that I think could be like in the same category with LeBron, mm-hmm. Jordan, Kobe if yeah. everything clicks correctly. Um, Cuz you know, you know um what's the guy's name? That's Dirk Nowitzki, he won that one. Mm-hmm. Right? I thought you were going a different route with it. I think he's the first one that the American right. fan base will no. say that's because even no, no. at Dirk's height, right. it's like, yeah, he got a ring. People talk about Luca the same way they would talk about another superstar in the NBA, like a Harden or something of that nature. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking not just European Americans, just everybody. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but but for him to be mentioned in that category, I think that's more American based. Mm-hmm. Like they don't really talk about, like you said, Dirk in that category. He won that one, but he was a, he was a phenomenal. You know, he's a phenomenal player. Yeah, but he wasn't. Luca has more upside than Dirk. Well, I guess my point yeah. is this, and this is I'm just gonna be real with y'all. I'm talking about as far as the black community saying okay, okay. that's the guy. Right. 
You and, just don't and, hear and, that. And he has to do that. Yeah. He no, has to get he, to that he, level. He's yeah. already there, though. No, it, no, no, no that's, that's what I'm saying. saying. He is. Yeah. He is. He definitely has potential. He's there. But we don't see it that way yet because I think it's – Well, we, I, I do. Well, most – okay, so we're talking mm. about – because what were we talking, what were we talking about? We're talking about uh, James Harden and Luka Doncic yeah. recently. They were saying that Luka Doncic has gained all this accolades for doing what he does. But he's basically doing what James Harden's been doing for this amount of time. But James Harden's not gaining those well, same that's, accolades. That's, that's and, a, that's, and that's between that's within the black community, though. Yeah, no, no. But that, and that, that's what I'm talking about. James, James Harden's anomaly. We don't, I'm not even going to go there. He's just a uh, statistical anomaly, and he will be missed when he retires. Like, oh, that guy was really good. I can't believe I missed him. That's your problem. But as far as Luka Doncic and the Mavericks, no, they're not going to beat the Clippers. But I was furious after game one. When Chris Stapps was ejected for no no good reason, because yeah. in my opinion they're already going to win that game, and they're in the middle of the second quarter, and, and I think a part of it is a little anger, like okay, y'all y'all took game one, we'll take game two from you. I think they may win game two, whether they win it or not, they're going to make a challenging series. I don't think they're going to lo- win one game. I think they win two. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to win two games. And this is good for the Clippers. I think the Clippers are almost filling them out, like okay, cool, we'll let y'all get a couple wins because I think the Clippers are that good. But I've been so impressed with just the Mavericks organization, the way they kind of built this thing, this thing that they're doing. They're not going to do what the 76ers have done. But they're, they're, they've been pretty steady throughout. That's my point. Yeah. Steady growth. They've right. done it correctly. And you guys know I've been – if you listen to the podcast, you know I'm not the biggest fan of Chris Stapp's Porzingis. But so far against at least the Clippers – Boy, Chris back. Chris has been bought. <laughs> I gotta give him credit. I gotta give him credit. I have to tell you that. Okay, calm down. Okay, be be. No, 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 I agree. I agree. Chris. You guys been saying that he's no, I, okay because I, I I wanted to hear what okay you score these points, but the style of play exactly. And, and, so I'm curious. A, I was very curious a, about what you have to say about that. It's a style of play thing. Yeah, he's getting it where he can get it. You know what I'm saying? And he's moving correctly. And there's only two one and a half games so far, right? But I'm I'm proud of Chris Stapps. Uh, I have no problem admitting if I'm wrong. And so far, he's proving me wrong. But as far as Luka Doncic is concerned, he's going to need to do better. He being Chris Tapps, he's going to have to play even better. Because if he's going to be the 1B to, uh, to Luka Doncic's 1A, he's going to have to be very close to a superstar. And I don't think he's that guy. But if he continues playing the way he's played against the just the fearlessness is what I'm, I like. Cause this is his first playoff series. This is Lucas' first playoff series. And they've come out and say, you know what? We can, we're not afraid of you guys. And I'm, I think that's dope. The Mavericks, the Mavericks are a well run organization. I agree. With and that. they've got a great coach. Yeah. Th- this, what we're seeing now in terms of the potential is what they've been trying to do with all this big fish stuff they've been trying to ever since they blew up the championship team mm-hmm. in 2011. Nobody wanted to come play for the Mavericks. Yeah. And the second thing, you needed a smart point guard, and that's what they have in Luka. And the fact that you have a playmaker like him, and and especially somebody who, who, who takes the ball and makes everyone around him better, that's why the Mavericks are playing the way they are, they are right now. I mean, you're talking about the number one team in terms of offensive, uh, in efficiency. terms of offensive efficiency, yeah. right? But, if, if they can close games, that'll be great. I see them taking it down to the wire. This can potentially, just because this is all about Luka. Luka won his, Slovenia's won the championship because of Luka. And then, uh, uh, what's the other team? I'm having, I'm having a 
is losing me right now. So he's won championships now in, in, in Europe. And now you've got a guy that's got a killer mentality. Yeah. And this guy right now is playing with anger. He lost the game one that they should not have lost because yeah. of some BS with KP. Yeah. They're going to take this game. This might be something that goes down to the wire, but just like you said, I think the Clippers are, this, this will be something that allows the Clippers now to, 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 to build momentum and then now play playoff games as a team that yep. hasn't played, yep. um, all year. So this might gear them up, you know, to be the championship team that they they, they could potentially be. It gasses be. them to do what they have Absolutely. to Absolutely. And we talk about the, the Mavericks a lot. I will say this about the Clippers. If Paul George, can because he had a big three in that game to end the game, and at least in game one, if he's hitting big-time shots, which he's certainly capable of, capable of doing, he hasn't really done it in his career, but if he's hitting big-time clutch shots, we already know what Kawhi can do. It's I don't, it may not. This season may not be close if they do what they're supposed to do. They being the Clippers, if the Clippers do what they're supposed to do, the championship may not even be close. They may not even go past five or six games. Mm. I, I just who who who's going to challenge this? I think <laughs> I think oddly enough, I think the only team right now that can challenge them that I'm looking at as, as far as taking it to that game seven, if the Dallas Mavericks can do, I think it's the Rockets. I really do. I think the way that they match up, and you talk about that switch. If they play defense on that high level, like we yeah. talked about, yeah. on a night-to-night basis, and with it being to where they don't have to travel here and there, yeah. they could surprise them a little. I'm not saying they're going to win the series. Don't get I'm me just, wrong. I'm just asking I'm just to pick a team I'm, that could challenge them. I think it's the Rockets. Man. With Westbrook and um, James Harden, you talk about teams that can put up numbers offensively. Mm-hmm. The Rockets can put up big-time numbers offensively. Right. And sometimes when it's cooking for the Rockets – I don't care who you got on that other side. Yeah. I don't care if you got Rondo, you got Gary Payton on that side. They're going to score. Yeah. And the Rockets have been scoring over 100 points, I think, every single game this year. Yeah. So that's the one team I look at. I don't think the Lakers the Lakers can't do it. Portland is just not – I know they had that swag we talked about. But not, I think, not, that swag doesn't work. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't think, I don't think that they could do it against the Clippers. I think the yeah. only team that I think can actually really do it would be the Rockets. That's just me. If me, I had to pick one. Me personally, right now, I say nobody. I agree with you. The Rockets and Lakers can take them to five or six. And this is if the Clippers do what they're supposed to do. We've seen Doc Rivers' teams choke before. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. seen it. We've we've all seen that. But if they do what they gotta do, ah oh man, the more and more I watch the playoffs and I've seen all these games, I just I don't I don't think any team has a shot. No, I agree with you. And one of the like one of the arguments with with uh uh the Clippers before was okay, Blake Griffin. What are you doing? What's going on? Where are you at? Yeah. You know, I don't think you have one player that you can say right now on this current Clippers team yeah. that it's not going to step up when they need it. Yeah. And the so, thing about that team is, too, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, you're good. They know their role. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> There's not a single player that team is like, okay, Absolutely. let me kind of go out. No. Every single player on that team, one through 12, yeah. mm-hmm. they know their role. And they're not just knowing their role. Yeah. They're superstars. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> they're superstars in the role. Yeah. If you've ever played 2K GM mode right. and you go in and put the players, you have to assign players roles. Right. When you look at the, the Clippers team. They're all in green. They're all in green. <laughs> they're all in green. <laughs> And that's the main thing. When I play 2K, that's the main thing I try to do is like get everybody, want everybody happy. Yeah. And it's almost impossible. Yeah. <laughs> if you put the Clippers on 2K20, they're already going to be ecstatic. <laughs> All of them. Yep. Because that's I'm, very we hard. It, I'm happy with my role. <laughs> I'm happy <laughs> with my role. That's hilarious. Incredible team. Oh, well put together. Anybody that's played 2K knows exactly what we're talking about. Let me ask you this. And this is uh, about the Mavericks. What, what will it take? 
for for them to be a serious contender. I think they need another player. <clears throat> There's a clear problem for the Mavericks, right? Mm. Their clear problem is if you look at their roster, how do they get that? They're not they don't have assets to trade for anybody. The only thing is they need to attract another player. It's funny yeah. you mentioned this because I thought about a player who would probably not go there. I know we're going way into the future, but I think every team in the NBA would be happy to have him, but can you imagine Luka Doncic and Devin Booker on the same team mm. with Chris Tapps? That would like if I was that's what I would want to see. Oh um, man. That's dope to me. I think that... the, I think the Mavericks are one like many teams maybe, but there there are certain teams that are truly, hey, you're one really, really good player away from being a contending team. And I think that 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 type of ilk of a player is what they would need, but they wouldn't be able to trade for that. They'd need to have a guy say, I want to go to Dallas. Yeah. And if Luca truly continues to evolve the way he's been doing, he could be like, Hey, I'm in Dallas, so come to Dallas. Mm. So that that's that's as a Rocket fan, I say God forbid. Because <laughs> it's, it's scary to see. I don't think they necessarily need somebody else. I think we talked about it a little bit though. I think it's Christoph Porzingis. I think they need to grow as a player. But I don't so how many teams in the, you have Golden State who was going off? They had and Steph they Curry. Next year. Yeah, they had Steph Curry and they had Klay Thompson. Those were their big superstars. They had, of course, Draymond Green, but he wasn't really an offensive threat until yeah. they got Kevin Durant. Right. And then last year you saw Kawhi Leonard win it with all the role players mm-hmm. around him. So yeah. I just think it I think, I think Chris Austin has to grow a little bit more. I think I think because you, you saw what happened. He left and then all your defensive and offensive rebounding went with him. So you need you need somebody else that's gonna do that, that's gonna crash the boards. Yeah. Um really I think you need two. You you need somebody else and probably one more defensive player and then another another Well they need to fill out the roster. Yeah. My point is What's the one thing they need to be a championship team? Deep, and I think I think they need defense. a star. Yeah, they, 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 need, they need a star player, another yeah. one. Because can you imagine? And this is just kind of really going off the rails. But with a player like Chris Stapps and a player like Luca, and they if they were to win a championship as currently constituted, you could swap out any of the other players. If they're the main guys, that would be historic as far as having European players yeah. take mm-hmm. the chip. But Dallas is they're really good at that, though, right? That's Are, true. I yeah. mean, they they bring foreign players in all the time and yeah. they just make it work yeah. more so than any other team yeah. in the NBA. So right now the um the score is 52 to 48. The Clippers have kind of made a run there to kind of come back. They're, you know, two possessions away from tying it, but um it's still not in the end of the second quarter. It's 2 minutes left in the second quarter, but that's going to be an interesting series for sure. Um I think this might be Lucas coming out party in this series. But yeah. it won't be enough to get them over the hump. The Clippers are going to take it. Yeah. I still get them one game. Dallas I think that's fair. That. I say they win too, but it's, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what's the difference? Yeah. Really and truly. Unless they just. No, nah, it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. All right. So we did to cover all the games, right? Am I correct? Yeah. So mm-hmm. Eastern Conference Finals, low. Who you got? Toronto. And oh, the the matchup. Oh, the matchup. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, Eastern Conference. Oh, uh, yeah, Toronto and uh, Milwaukee. Okay, Chris. Uh today, today I have the right to change it. Today? No, no, no change. This is it. This is this is final. Oh no, nah, man, you didn't give me enough time to think about it. But we I'll, had I'll, a whole podcast. We brought out everything. Man, I really want to say the Heat. I do. Then say but it. I'm say not, it with your chest. I can't. Like you always tell me, uh, say it with say your it, chest. I can't, I, can't, I can't bail on Milwaukee that quick. I'll say Toronto and Milwaukee. 
I'm going to go ahead and say the same thing. Toronto, Milwaukee. That's yeah. what I got right now. I mean, they've proven they can do it in the past. What's going to change this year? Yeah. So that's what I got. Western Conference, who you got low? The Clippers and uh, Damn. Who else is playing? <laughs> you, brilliant. Dude. Really? You have the Rockets. You have the Blazers. You have the you Lakers. Have the Lakers or the Thunder. Oh man, those are not all good options. Okay, uh, Clippers and and the, and the Rockets. Mm. Yeah, can that happen? Yeah, it can. It can. I think. Yeah, yeah, it can. That's okay. as a Rocket fan, that's what we praying for. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Chris? Rockets, Clippers, man. That's what I got right now. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's gonna be Rockets, Clippers. Um, Lakers would be. I, I want to say the Lakers. But they're kind of scaring me a little bit, so I'll, I'll go ahead and go with the hometown team, Rockets. Mm, I already said Portland's going to win the series there, so I'm going to go ahead and say Portland Clippers. But let me say this about LeBron. LeBron's played the worst teams and made it to the finals. I'll just I'll just put that out there right now. I know we're kind of yeah. shutting him to the side a little bit because of Game One, but. You know, LeBron's played with worse teams and made it to the finals, sir. Oh, no, no. They're not powerhouses in the West like he's playing against. I mean, Portland, Portland, Portland. Look, look. Portland has to do it, right? Right. They have to do it. They have to actually get over that hump and make it to the finals. They've never been there. Nobody in their team has been there. LeBron, you have LeBron, Kawhi Leonard. That's it. That made finals appearances in the West. Well, Harden has. Oh, yeah, yeah. When he first started, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. But he was a six-man at that point in time. He wasn't the face of the, the franchise. But, yes, yeah. he has. He has. Oh, with OKC. Well, OKC. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Same thing with Russell, Russell Westbrook yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. Um, so, I mean, all I'm saying is, let's not count LeBron James. I mean, LeBron James, listen, hopefully this is our podcast. He's like, okay, you guys will come back to the finals, okay? I'm going to show y'all something. I mean, he is. I mean, come on. Well, it has it, for me, it has nothing to do with the Blazers exactly. when it's Rockets beating them. Right. But you still, that's still, I mean, that's still. But I've been consistent with that all year. Right. I said that's a horrible matchup for the Lakers. I've been saying that all year. Mm. If they just need to, for LA, the, well, the Lakers, you string together a couple of games, you get that one signature game where it's like, this is what we've been looking for. And then a couple of consistent games where your, 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 your supporting cast is doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're at least acting like the Clippers. <laughs> okay. I might switch it up. All right. Finals. Who you got? Finals matchup. Ooh. And the winner. Okay. Uh I have I have Milwaukee. I have Milwaukee going to the finals, the NBA finals. I have the Clippers going to the NBA finals. Then I have the Clippers winning, winning the championship. Same thing for you. Same Chris? for me. Clippers, Bucks, Clippers sweep. I got the same thing. Clippers, Bucks. I give the Bucks a game. That's because the, if if what's happening right now is giving Giannis problems, ways <laughs> 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 get rid of face against the Clippers. If it does happen, I mean they're gonna they're gonna shut him down. Lord have mercy. I'm telling you, they're gonna shut him. He, but that will be a great learning experience for Giannis. If it were to happen the way we think it's gonna happen, because yeah. he really he has all the tools, man, to be legit. Yep. in this league yeah. like for real for real I, I, I've said this before even early in the podcast it's not a Giannis problem it's a plain style problem mm-hmm. and they, they have issues mm-hmm. yeah they might not even make out the East that's I mean that's our question mark is on the East the yeah. Clippers we, we're doing okay Clippers. sign me up yeah 
But on Lowe the didn't even care was it, who, who you going to pick. <laughs> he didn't care because yeah, we all think it's going to be the Clippers. Right. When we first started this whole NBA playoff bubble thing, we thought it was the Lakers, the Clippers, yeah. and the field. Yeah. Then after a while, we thought, oh, no, this is a little bit more open than we thought. Now we're back to the conclusion that oh, no, the Clippers are the best team yeah. in the league right I, now. I just don't think it's close. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think it's close either. Mm-hmm. If they play the way they're supposed to play, and they haven't been playing well. They haven't, <laughs> which, is, which is why I'm going to pay attention to the series against the Mavericks, just to see how they're – they're playing together and, you know, those the I don't flows think it matters. They could, they could play at 80% and win the finals. Mm. I agree. Yeah, I, I, I can't see. It's that the one team is at Rockets. That's the only team I can think of that hot, they would pose a problem. That's the only team. J- James Harden has to do th- continue doing this. Yeah. Is that the, it's, right now. it's the team thing, though. It's, it no, has I, to be the team. No, I, I agree with that. James could score 69, we'll still get swept. I don't know about that. I'm telling you. I don't know about that. Because I think if he if he scores that many points, <laughs> it's just going to open up everything around him. See, the way the Clippers play, there's nothing to open up. Mm. If you watch the game, the Rockets played the Clippers one time when they had the new team and all the switching. The reason why it doesn't matter is because when when the, when the Rockets switch, it just doesn't matter. Yeah, the, defensively, the Lakers, not the Lakers, the Clippers are just like the Rockets. Yeah. But they have better defenders. Rock, yeah. That's what Almost at every position, not just better defenders, better players at damn near every position. Mm-hmm. No, no, you're right. <laughs> you're right. But there's still that one team to me. That's the only team. And I'm not saying they're going to beat the Clippers, but they can at least give them a little bit of a problem here or there. That's it. Because the Lakers cannot hang with the Clippers, yo. They can't. I don't think so. LeBron will have to go super Nova. Yeah, yeah I agree. It's not going to happen. And then AD would have to. I mean, that would be the, if if they were to beat the Clippers, as a usual, mm-hmm. AD is the key. Because I don't know, no. it really, there shouldn't be anybody that can hold AD on the Clippers. Yep. That would be the thing. If he's averaging thirty points in that series, everybody's going to say, "Look, LeBron, he was averaging thirty. He needs to be averaging, averaging damn near forty in that series, forty and twenty. LeBron, like no, the Clippers AD. versus the oh, Lakers. He would need to be averaging forty because there's nobody that should be able to hold him. Right. Mm. All right. So let's end it all this. Um, so not right now. The Mavericks are up by six um, at halftime. Um, it's 60 to 54 right now. So they're trying. It's going to be a tough one. Hey, Trey, if you at home watching the game instead of being at the podcast, bro, <laughs> you had to talk to me. Yeah. Oh, you know how Trey be doing, man. I, ca- I can't make it. He's from the TV with the remote. I can't, I can't, I can't make it, dog. With, with his crocs on. <laughs> with his crocs. <laughs> Oh man, I can't believe you did that boy like that on the podcast, son. No, that's supposed to be all of those secrets. Hey, everything's comfortable. Well, man. now it's out. This boy came to the podcast with some Crocs on, yeah, man. They're comfortable. Oh man, shout out to Trey, though. Yeah, shout very tough. busy man, man. Yeah, I, man. I know he's busy, man. He's yeah. busy out doing something Congrats, else. Congratulations uh, to, to Trey, man. I still can't yeah. believe he got more. Um, the, the the experience of viewing the game uh, again, man. Was, you know, it's funny. I was looking for him during the thing, <laughs> but I saw somebody because you know he black, he dark, because yeah. uh, <laughs> he got the beard. It's not it's the skin tone; it's just the beard. Uh, yeah. I know I saw him, but I just couldn't make out a face. All oh, so, right, right, yeah. right. All right. So thank you for listening to the podcast. We have a lot of fun on this podcast. We try to talk sports and be entertaining about it as well. If this is your first time. Please subscribe. You can do it on the website. Listen on the website. You can do it on any other major podcast platform as well uh, newchannelsports.net is uh, the website that's new channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L you can also listen to us on Afro Vibes Radio every Sunday morning at 10am and we are out
Thanks for listening to the New Channel Sports Podcast. If you like the show, feel free to leave a comment and a five-star rating. Your support is very much appreciated. Also, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or on our website, newchannelsports.net. That's new channel spelt in you, channelsports.net. Got a sports-related question for the crew? Just leave a voicemail on our website. Till next time, have a good one and stay safe out there.